0: Josh Herod We love you. CLC loves you. Preach the word to us. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's so good to be with you tonight in the house of the Lord and excited about what God's going to do tonight. What a crowd you have here. My Lord, there's not room for one more person, I don't think. It's absolutely astounding. And that's the great sign of revival that, that hell fears and hates, and you ought to thank God for it what he's doing among you, and I'm so glad to be here with you tonight. And, you know, I told the church that I preached at today in Muncie, I said, when you, I always gauge the breakthrough that's going to take place where I'm preaching by the level of attack that I deal with before I get there. And when the devil tried to kill my 31-day-old baby three nights ago and tried to choke her to death in her sleep, and then the, when the doctors told us we'd probably have to admit her, and and I had to cancel this revival, um, I said, okay. And then uh, the reason why I was so mad was because about a minute before she started choking, I heard a voice say, your baby's about to choke. And literally a minute later, for some unknown reason, it started happening, and the doctors cleared out the stuff in her chest cavity, her lungs, and then uh, they were probably going to admit her, but they did four tests, and they said, no. We're not going to admit her. We normally we would, but she's passed all the tests. You're free to go. And I said, God must have something in Indiana. So we so we drove uh, almost 18 hours uh, to get here, and I will say without fear or hesitation, I'm here in the will of God tonight. And I've never preached this. I don't even have any notes to it, but the Lord won't let me get away from it. I've been feeling something all week for tonight. The book of... Matthew chapter 12, I'd like to say while you're turning there that I love Pastor Jordan very, very, very much, and I hope you do too. If you go to this church, I hope you love him and his family. And it's uh, good to see Brother Oh, I love you so much, and good to have so many uh, incredible preachers here tonight. One of my best friends, Brother Randy Wellman, who's starting a church in Chicago, is here with me. and. And uh, he's an incredible preacher and a great friend and a great prophetic ministry and and of course all the all the studs over there Riley and Gentry and Spencer and Dylan and Bronson. There's so many great preachers that are here. Brother Oliver is calling his own name out. Um, stud, yeah. And uh, so well, the anointing just lifted right there, didn't it? <laughs> oh God, help me, Jesus. But anyway, including Brother Oliver, all the stud preachers, and I just, they're incredible, and I hope you're thankful for such great men of God that are here tonight. Give honor of them honor. They're all seeing great results and great revival. And they could all easily take this service and blow it sky high and preach the will of God, and so I love them all dearly. Matthew 12:22 through 29. I've never preached this text in my life matthew twelve twenty two through twenty nine then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw, and all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? When the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Beelzebub means the lord of the house. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How how shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub, or this prince of the devils, cast out devils by whom you did your children cast them out, therefore they shall be your judges. Verse 28. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Verse 29 is so I want to focus. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house the word of the lord is simply this the spoils of war are now available the spoils of war are now available lord jesus thank you for your anointing and for your power i bind every demonic spirit that would hinder anybody from a breakthrough from a miracle from an answered prayer i worship you people We'll get the Holy Ghost tonight. People will be healed tonight. People will be delivered tonight. The glory of God will have its way. Release the gift of faith right now in this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. And somebody said in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Thank you for standing. Hmm. Jesus cast out this devil and... The the doubters said he's doing this with some demonic power, the power of a well-known devil called Beelzebub, which means the Lord, lowercase l, of this house. Another word for Satan, Beelzebub, but they said he has this power, and the devil gave him the power to cast out the devils that were in the man. How crazy would that be to Use a devil to cast out a devil. It doesn't make any sense, but that's how confused the rulers were. They said this, this power came from the Lord of this house. This demonic spirit that rules here and reigns here gave Jesus access and authority to cast the devil out of this man. And the reason why he's healed is because the devil gave him power. The devil who rules here released this to him, and therefore the miracle has manifested. And that's why Jesus said, how can Satan cast out Satan? This makes no sense. If I'm casting out devils by the power of this Lord of this house, then this kingdom should be divided. But if I'm here casting them out in the kingdom of God, then something's going to manifest from this. And then he's How can you go into a strong man's house, talking about Beelzebub, the lord of the house, and spoil his house or take the things which he's taken from others and bring them back to the kingdom of God? How can you do that unless you first bind the strong man. And if you bind the strong man, you will get the spoils that are in the house. In other words, the stuff that you need for your future involves a fight first. And if you win the fight and you tie up the thing that's fighting you and you get dominion over what resists you, then you can walk out with not just a victory, but with the stuff that you need to continue in your future. Why are you saying all this? Because the Lord spoke to me a week ago and said, tell them on Sunday night that Pastor Jordan has finally broken the strong man and tied him up, and the spoils of war are now going to be available. He said everything that's fought him was the strong man of hell. The biggest thing they could use against him has been tied up, and you will step into the favor of God in this church, in this city, in this community. I release to you faith right now in the name of the Lord Jesus to believe that there's answers coming to the prayers you've been praying. Would you clap your hands Would you get your faith out and believe something is about to manifest for you? I was driving here and praying, and as I was praying and trying to watch the road in a rainstorm, this is not the time to have a vision. But it could, I couldn't help But I was seeing in the spirit, speaking in tongues. I saw your pastor violently wrestling something. I couldn't see what he was wrestling. His face was, is, was red. He was fighting something. He had it pinned, and he was slamming it on the ground over and over and over. But when he would slam it down, he would look up to heaven like he was being hit, like he was being hurt, like he was being overwhelmed. And then something would come up, and he would slam it back down and slam it back down and the Lord spoke to me and said hell is trying to convince the man of God that he's losing the battle but the truth is he is beating the snot out of that devil and they cannot stop him from what he's doing. Tell him he's bound the strong man and get ready for the spoils of war that will come to this church. (laughs) I don't just want a victory. I don't just want to survive. I want the spoils from this battle. You wouldn't be fighting me if there wasn't something to be won from this. The building is not the spoils. Let me give you something about your, the, the devil that you fight, okay? The devil is a negotiator. And when he senses he's lost a fight, he doesn't quit fighting. He just renegotiates to keep you fighting. I know this because I'm learning this. I had a real strong demonic spirit visit our house for two straight weeks. Every night. Every day. To the point where I was hearing these words, this is all in the last month, the word suicide over and 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 over. And I was praying and begging God to get whatever this devil was out of the house. What is this coming from? What is going on? Why is this thing screaming this word at me? And I was praying constantly. And then I was, this was a, last week I began to, uh, to I was going to go to California and preach last weekend. The devil was trying to stop that. And so in faith, I booked my ticket from Florida to California to go preach. And when I did, I went into the laundry room and I was changing out the laundry and I was bending over the dryer, getting. The clothes out, and I heard the devil, as sure as I'm standing here, say, I have the power to cancel anything you schedule. I was like, dude, I'm getting sick of you. And so I called one of my elders and I said, Man, it's like they just, they're just not stopping. It's like this. I told him what happened this word suicide constantly, and then this. He started laughing on the phone. He said, Oh, thank the Lord. I was like, thank the Lord. He said, yo, thank the Lord. I was like, why? He said, because the devil is now trying to renegotiate. He was saying you're going to die. Now he's saying he's going to stop your preaching. He's lost the fight for your life, and now he's trying to fight for your ministry to keep you at the table negotiating. He said if you keep listening to him, he'll he'll argue with you and debate you and stress you out until you believe what he's saying. And when you shut that down, he'll come at you with this threat and that threat. The whole point of the threat is to keep you at the table distracted from your destiny. Shut his mouth and tell him no matter what you try, I'm going to bind you and I'm going to have victory. When he said that to me, something left my house. Something powerful came in the house and the glory of God descended. Because if you bind the strong man, you enter the place where spoils are. God is not letting you go through this trial. Just to teach you a lesson, make you learn something, make you stronger. And when you come out on the other side, say, I'm glad I survived that. That's not how God operates. If God is bringing you through something, there's something to be gained from what you're going through. When he told Moses, go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. He wasn't just saying, go get them out. But before they leave, he said, you're going to go to all the Egyptians' houses and you're going to spoil the Egyptians. They've had him bother it's 430 years i'm not just a god that gets you out of your trouble i am a god that rewards you for not quitting when you are in trouble and because you did not give up and because you did not throw in the towel i'm gonna reward you for what you've been through Somebody needs to praise God for what you've been going through because the reward is coming at the end of the battle. See, it is the trick of the enemy to convince you in the battle to start praying things like, oh, God, just get me through. Oh God, let me survive the day. Oh God, just let me somehow not lose everything. Oh God, I know you know where I'm at. And I know you know the way that I take, and just help me when I can't make it on my. That's the, what, that's the prayer the devil wants you to pray. Because if he prays that, even if you win the battle, you walk away from the field of spoils. And you win, but you're tired. And a victory won with no spoils just leaves you exhausted saying, I want to fight one time. But when you leave and there's evidence that you won. So I didn't have this before this fight, but I'm going to take this with me now. See, that's why David didn't want Saul's armor because it was, there was no fight involved for Saul's armor. Saul's, he, didn't, he didn't want Saul's helmet and, and Saul's spear and all that stuff. But when he killed Goliath, he went down and said, I'll take that sword. Why? Because one was a spoil of war, and one was just a gift, and the gift I have no need for. But if there's a spoil of a victory, I earned that, so I'm going to take that. Someone, listen, that's not arrogant. You've been through some battles. You don't need to hang your head. You've got some anointing on you, and you need once in a while to remind the devil that, hey, I've got a sword from a victory that I won over you. I'm going to hang that on the wall. I'm not just trying to survive. I want my family back. I want the anointing God has for me. I want the destiny. I speak to the destiny of this church right now. I speak greatness to your future. I speak doors you can never fathom opening corporately and individually. I speak the glory of God to go before you. Angels to fight where you cannot fight. Victories you can never accomplish on your own. Connections you can never make without the help of God. I release that right now in the atmosphere It's the spoil of the war you're in right now. So, you know what I told the devil when he tried to choke my baby, when he went crazy on my four year old three days ago, and when he went a week ago, then when he tried to choke my baby three days ago, I told him these words. I said, You are doing everything you can. But when I get to that pulpit Sunday, it is payback time. And I said, I'm not just going to pay you back for what you did to me. I'm going to open the gate for anybody in the building to get stuff from you that you've taken from them. I don't care what they've been through. I've come to open the gate tonight. I've come to unlock a gate for you, and you're not winning this battle, but you're going to get things back that the devil stole from you. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I don't just want to get back what I lost. I want to take but I never had. I want to see God give me Oh, That's what happened when they took David's wife and they kidnapped her and his kids. When he came back and got them back, he got her and the kids and all the other stuff that they stole from all the other nations because God is a God that will reward you when you pursue your miracle and say no matter what you do, I'm going to reach for what God has for me. There's something to be gained by living for God. You're not living holy in vain. You're living holy because there's a reward. There's a spoil. There's an answer. There's a breakthrough. There's a power with God. Only God can give you. It's payback time. It's payback time, man. You can. Some of you need to not you a, you don't need just a little shout tonight. You need to pay that spirit back. You need to tell that spirit, you know what you've been saying to me. No one else has heard those words but me. You know what you've been screaming in my ears. And I've just tried to push you away and ignore you. I've come to talk to you. You're not going to win the battle. And not only that, you're going to lose everything you have. You're fighting me with. And when this battle's over, I'll have the victory over you. And I'll have your weapons that you used against me with. The weapons that you used against me did not work, and I'm going to take them for the kingdom of God. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. <laughs> I'm not interested. And I don't believe your pastor is either. And you just getting out of this building just to get to the new one, to stay at the same size you are just because you need more parking spaces. I don't think that's what he's thinking. I don't think that's what he sees. I think he's saying we're overflowing now. And when we get over there, the spoils of war are going to come. Why would the devil fight this church so many years for that building? Why would they fight you so hard? I'll tell you why. It's the strong man of the city that has addressed you. It's the prince that's come against you. But the Lord spoke it clearly day, Pastor Jordan has bound the strong man. The victory is on the way, period. There's no more stopping. There's no more stopping. There's no more delaying. There's no more denying. There's a bound strong man in this city. There's a bound prince of the air and his name is not Jesus. His name is Satan. He cannot do what God's going to do for you now and he can't stop it. And he said, Pharaoh, Moses did let my people go. And Pharaoh tried to negotiate. You go for a few days and come back. Moses said, uh, that's not the victory I want. Okay, you go and your men go and, and and your ladies go, but you leave the kids behind. He said, that's not what I want. I don't want a victory for the parents while the kids go to hell. That's a trick of hell to get you to get your breakthrough while you ignore a junior. And what hell fears is the victory you get getting on your child, and that victory becoming is something that they cannot stop in the future. And the reason why Pharaoh was not afraid of all these threats from Moses because he had a son of his own that he knew no matter what you do to me, I've got a a heritage in the future. I've got an ace card. I can always hand the kingdom off to my son, and I've got the future of Israel. And then he kept trying to negotiate, okay, take your wife, take your kids, but leave all your sheep here. Leave all your cows here. Leave all your stuff here that you would normally worship with. So go, go get your victory, but do without worship. Well, oh, that's good. You can't walk into victory and last very long without your sacrificial praise and worship. Hell knows it. You may not know it, but hell knows it. You won't last very long in the wilderness without your worship. Because worship will keep you when everything's against you. When you've got a praising spirit, when you've got a prayer life, you can survive things that no one around you has ever survived. And Moses said, the more you talk, the more I don't like you. Now, here comes another plague. And he gave him nine plagues. And the tenth plague, God said, you tell everybody put blood on the doorpost. I'm going to visit Pharaoh's boy. And Pharaoh's not going to like this visit. And God killed the firstborn son of Pharaoh and everything in Egypt. And you understand now why God let Pharaoh say no ten times to Moses. Because while the enemy was saying, no, you're not going. And Moses was questioning God, saying, come on, you sent me here. Why aren't we getting the victory? You, you sent me here and said we were going to have revival. And every time I say, let us go, it just gets harder and harder. But what he, Moses did not know was every time Pharaoh was saying no, God would take something and smite something of Pharaoh's. And by the time Israel left Egypt, Pharaoh had no resources to fight except his and his horses. He had lost all of his cattle. He had lost his kid. He had lost all the stuff in his house. Everything he had, his health was gone. They had been attacked by everything. The water was gone. Everything was destroyed. Why? Because God, when he fights for you, ready for this, will sometime give you the appearance that the enemy is winning the battle. He only is letting the enemy keep surviving because he's planning on removing thing after thing after thing the enemy possesses. And when you walk out of that battle, everything that they fought you with has been destroyed. Destroyed by the kingdom of God, and they can no longer resist you. And so he said when those plagues would come. I want to say this right here. I don't know why, but he said it was third or fourth plague. They were in Goshen in Egypt and all, all these plagues were coming and all of a sudden the Bible said God severed the land of Goshen. The plagues were still coming, but where the Israelites were dwelling in Goshen, the, 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 the plagues would not come to them because there was a, a severing. It was like the plague power Moses would release could not come to the people of God. And I felt that this week in prayer that a spirit of Goshen is coming to this church where God severs you from things around you. The environment in Frankfurt might be broken. It might be poor. It might be poverty. But you hear me. This church is going to be blessed. I speak Goshen upon this church right now. The blessing of God upon this church. I speak the favor of God. These people in this church are going to have jobs when others around them do not have jobs. Not to brag, but the King of Glory is going to give them spoils for being faithful to Him. Finally, he said, you can go get out of here. And Moses said, before we do, we want some of our stuff, and we want some of your stuff. I think we earned it 430 years bondage, and we're not dissatisfied. Saying, oh, thank you for letting us go. Because if I, so let get ready for this. If Moses would have said, okay, thank you, Pharaoh, we're going to go, he would still be submitting to Pharaoh's command. He would, he would have won, but yet he would only be considered winning because Pharaoh let him win. Okay, you said I can go? Okay, I'm going to go. He would still be in submission. Just leave. If he would have said, yes, sir, we're leaving right now. He would still, ready for this, have been in submission to the enemy. Some of you are listening to the devil say, okay, just stop fighting. And you are just, oh, you just want everything in you. just want to say, okay, thank you. This battle's over. Whew, I'm glad I survived that. You need a Moses mentality. Moses said, I'm not, nah. no, you don't tell me when to go. We're leaving. But before we leave, everything in this city belongs to the people of God. We're not just leaving, but we're taking the spoils of war. With us. I'd like to release some spoils of war in the atmosphere right now. I impart all nine gifts of the Spirit right now in this audience in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever desires to operate in the gifts of the Spirit, let them be loosed right now in the Holy Ghost. I pray for visions and dreams. I pray for encounters with God, angelic encounters of God to be moving among the people. I pray for the discerning of spirits and the words of wisdom and knowledge, the gift of faith and the gift of prophecy in tongues, interpreting of tongues, the working of miracles and the gifts of healing to be unleashed in this audience right now. Anyone who survives the battle and as the devil talking to them I pray the voice of God would become a spoil of the war and that they would no longer hear the voice of the adversary but the reward for surviving was they will have a relationship with the voice of God that they've never had before and they'll have divine encounters that they've always dreamed of having. If that's for you, would you grab it right now? I'm just obeying God. Would you love? Would you obey God? Would you receive it if that's for you right now? Some of you are sensitive to the spirit world but you've been sensitive to the demonic side. You pick up on demonic spirits, but you've never seen an angel. Your reward is going you're going to start having encounters with angels. You hear me? Angels are going to come to your dreams. Angels are going to be beside you. You're going to feel them brush by you. Some of you will see them. That things are going to happen. I was in a service a few months ago in Bellevue, Florida. In the middle of the altar call, people were being healed, blind eyes open, and the Lord spoke to me and said, the angel of the Lord is in this house tonight. The next day, I got a, a text message from the the pastor. He said, watch this video. And they were having the video live stream. It's on my phone still. And right when I said that, the camera catches it. And they were floating, all I can say is white banners all throughout the sanctuary. The angel of the Lord was in the building and people all over the world were seeing it. Let me tell you something. Ah, shut up. There are angels in this room tonight. I already saw one earlier. My friend said, he felt eight of them go by him. Angels are in here. They're here to let you know they're removing the demonic influence at your house and they will be there and you will feel them near you and you will sense their presence because it's a spoil of the war you've been in. Somebody worship Jesus right now. I release the spoil of provision. Some of you are barely getting by. You are barely making it right now. You are stressed out of your mind financially. You cannot take it anymore. The pressure is unbearable. Hell has chosen to fight with you in this channel and they keep robbing every time god blesses a devouring demon has come to destroy everything that you have worked so hard for and up until tonight he has successfully taken things for he comes to steal to kill and to destroy I see him being tied up right now. I don't just release provision. I pray for wisdom right now upon you to handle the provision of God. I pray for financial. I know this is crazy. I just feel the Lord. I pray for financial wisdom to fall upon you. But your paycheck is not the spoil. The spoil is divine favor. Anytime you need anything, the thing that's had access to take it from you and cause fear and worry and panic has just been bound. And whatsoever is bound in heaven, shall be bound on earth. Whatsoever is loosed in heaven shall be loosed on earth. And let me tell you what I see in the Holy Ghost right now. I see the blessing of God like rain falling on the faithful, falling on the loyal, falling on the committed. I see the Lord. I see smiles replacing frowns. I see happiness. I see peace. You will not worry where the money's going to come for for the diapers. You will not worry where the money's going to come for for the electric bill. I don't know why I'm getting in your house, but I feel it right now. The glory of the Lord is above you and hovering above you right now. And one of the spoils of war is you're not going to worry about the provision of God any longer. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. As you're coming to the altar, let there be one last spoil in this place, the spoil of unity. There shall be unity where the devil's tried to divide He has now been bound, and his house will be divided. What he tried to do against this church will now come into his house, and I speak unity in this place. In Jesus' name. If you need the spoil of war, if you're ready for God to start being God and taking care of sure things not just answering prayer but being abundant and seeding abundant above all you ask or think, do what the man said. Do what the Holy Ghost said through the man. Lay yourself at an altar. You might be able to only get to your pew. You might not be able to come up here. But find an altar. Make your pew an altar. Make the floor an altar. Wherever you're at, find an altar. And let the Lord work on you. Because there's victory in the atmosphere. The spoils of war are now available. God's about to give you influence. God's about to give you connections. God's about to give you a great and effectual door. The adversary that you've been fighting is connected to the doorway you're about to go through. The adversary, the strong man, is connected to the doorway you're about to go through. That's why it's a big devil, because it's a big doorway. He's been trying to block the door. He's just been bound. A great and effectual door approacheth. That's why the word said there's many adversaries. That's why the devil's been fighting you so hard. A great and effectual door approacheth. Get ready. Get your heart right. Get your mind right. Get your prayers life right. Get connected to God because the great and effectual door approacheth Holy Ghost, fall on somebody right now. Holy Ghost, fall on somebody right now. Holy Ghost, fall on somebody right now. Let's go ahead and let the Holy Ghost out. Go ahead and release your tongue. Let God fill you with his spirit right now. Let God renew you right now. Let God saturate you right now. His glory is in this place. Yield yourself to him. Let your walls down. Let your barriers down. Let the Lord consume you right now. Spoils of war are now available. God told Job, have you considered the treasures of the snow? That word treasures is storehouses or weapon houses of the snow. Cold places you've been in. Cold atmospheres of hell. There's a weapon house. There's a storehouse of weapons. There's spoils in there. There's spoils of victory, of surviving a temptation, surviving a failure, surviving a mistake, surviving a a terrible failure and yet you're still here. It's because you won that fight. The devil's told you you lost, but the fact that you're still living for God means you won that battle. You need to take that sword out of his hand, bind his mouth, and tell him I'm here for more things that belong to me and my family. I speak to our family's destiny. I speak to my kids' destiny right now. I speak to my boys' destiny. I speak to my girls' destiny. You will not have them, Satan. Hashalom. I curse every demon of death that tries to come to my home. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak life into this atmosphere. I speak life into your faith right now. I speak life into your ministry. I speak life into you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the Holy Ghost fall upon somebody in jesus name holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost, you want the holy ghost? hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. People are about to get the Holy Ghost. People are about to be touched by God. I command cancer cells to leave this building right now. In the name of the Lord, I command, if you're laying down, why do you stand right now. I dare you right now to begin to praise God in worship with an atmosphere of war around you. There's something powerful in this presence. There's something glorious among us. You need to worship God without fear or reservation or hesitation. Let praise come out of your mouth. hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Sure. I'm going to pray with you. Just raise your hands and you start talking to the Lord. And whatever comes to your mouth, start out of your mouth. Alright? All right, Lord, you must take it right now. Well the Holy Ghost. There it is. It's already there. Speak it out right now. Loose that tongue. There it is. She's got it right now. Let's loose that tongue. There you go. Loose that tongue. Now that's the Holy Ghost. She's speaking in tongues right now. That's the Holy Ghost. You got it. She's got the Holy Ghost. That was easy. See? That's how it works. God fill you with the Holy Ghost. Come here, Jen. In Jesus' name. Consumer, God. Saturator, Lord. A brand new life. A brand new beginning. The favor of God upon her. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost, now. Now. Loose that tongue. Now. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yes. There we go. There we go. That's the Holy Ghost. Speak that out and receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 Lord, in Jesus' name. Come on, come on. That's the glory of the Lord. That's the glory of the Lord. That's the power of God. She got the Holy Ghost. More people are going to get touched by God. He's in here. He's in here. He's in here. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. I dare you right now to lay hands on somebody. If you're feeling the gifts of the Spirit near you, if you're feeling faith on you, look for someone. Lay hands on them. Release the word of the Lord. Release what's inside of you. There's miracles in here. God just fill this young girl with the Holy Ghost right here. God is doing miracles. God is here. The spoils of war are available. Another one that's got the Holy Ghost right there. This man has got the Holy Ghost right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost move. Let the Holy Ghost fall on somebody. Let the glory of God consume you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel like putting the devil on the run right now. I want you to hear me if you're not if you're watching. Ezekiel said in chapter 3 that he heard the angels touch their wings together. In the Hebrew that means they clapped their wings. When David said, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, that was the highest form of praise he could think of because that's what angels do. And when you clap your hands to God, it's not a human praise, it's angelic. That's what they started. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Lift up your voice and release it right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. That's it. Release it. I praise you. I worship you. I love you. Let there be a warfare cry. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. 30 seconds. The greatest praise you can give him. The most intense worship in you. If you don't normally jump, jump. You don't normally clap, you're gonna clap. But whatever you got, give everything to God. And when you're done, this thing erupts and doesn't stop tonight. It goes into this week, and demons are being chased by angels as of right now. 29, 28, 27, 26, 25. 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 7, another one got the Holy Ghost, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, here we go, 4, 3, 2, One! Somebody shout! Let the sound of victory be loosed in this house. Let the sound of victory be loosed in your ministry. Be loosed in your mind. Be loosed in your health. Be loosed in your marriage. Be loosed on your baby. Let the sound of victory be loosed in the atmosphere of this city. In Jesus' name. Ilamahasataya There's nothing God cannot do Walk in the victory Walk in the anointing Walk in the glory Walk in the peace of God the spoil of war is now. to win this battle but the dreams that have been on CPR that you are letting die that hell has told you will never manifest are buried beneath the ground are not buried, they were planted for except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone but if it die it bringeth forth much fruit I feel like telling the devil and you right now that what you called the death of your dream was the planting of your dream and your dream that you think is never going to manifest is about to break beneath the surface and i release faith back into your spirit right now for what god's going to do in your future the lord has big plans for you it is time to thank him for it it is time to go for the spoils of the war You're not just surviving, you're thriving. You're not just barely making it. You're overcoming the enemy. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going out, blessed coming in.